shit. Your amnesiac child with two broken legs just be like, take her to the vet. <laughs> It'll be fine. Welcome to another episode of Past Your Bedtime with me, Melanie. And and me, Stephanie. Uh, the the podcast in which we we read books about horses, although so far they've only been books about unicorns. Right. That's it. For me, they were basically one and the same as a child, which is these are my childhood books that so. Stephanie's reading and tearing apart in front of me. I, I have I have a gift for Melanie that I wanted to give her on mic, so we're doing that now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this <laughs> this combines both this combines both of the things that I loved. <laughs> have I told? It's it's a it's like a Pegasus, um, with rainbow wings and it's a beanie baby which i was an avid beanie baby collector <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like well. a lavendery color periwinkle so I, I was is like oh atlanta? it's like a, it's like atlanta well but it's not a unicorn but know. you know i know but we can pretend its name is literally pegasus i will say that's not the most creative <laughs> thing that they could have done the date of birth is one day before my birthday and this is the tag says Church. I dance with clouds and ride the wind. I'm Pegasus and I'm your friend. <laughs> At home on earth or in the in the sky, why walk? I say when I can fly. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, she's like gently hugging it. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Uh, we got Thank in a bunch you. of like old beanie babies at work, and I was like, "This this one for Melanie." This is these. I don't have any of my old beanie babies. And when I say I was an avid collector, I had a lot. <laughs> my friend and I you were used like, to do. You were like that picture of that couple that's splitting up their beanie babies like in picture, court. I, there's a picture of me. I think it's on the internet somewhere of. Uh, me covered in all of my beanie babies. My sister put them all over my body. I mean, but... I think you're gonna need to post that as supplementary material. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of supplementary material, um, I went to see what fan fiction there was of Unicorns of Valinor because oh, I was like... Also, just before I forget, last time we were talking about fan fiction and we briefly mentioned Fifty Shades of Grey because... It is a fanfic. It's yeah. a fanfic. Um, and uh, Tim Miller, local comedian Tim Miller, said that we missed an opportunity to say Fifty Shades of Nay. <laughs> oh, God. And he was so right. I felt really disappointed uh, in this. You know, I'm, I'm... I wanted to make sure to I'm no, Tim I'm no, I'm no Sydney. I'm not, I'm not great at the puns. Shout out to Sydney, who's probably listening to this. Hey Sydney, we don't know each other. <laughs> S- Sydney, Sydney gave us a lot of puns that he we did. haven't been utilizing properly. Um, Pasture bedtime was his. Yeah, that's idea. his. Um, Penny for your trots, also a Sydney classic. Love that one. Um, I think maybe the the end part where Melanie tells a horse story, we should call main characters. 
Oh, I like that. <laughs> I also forgot that we do that. Um, that's okay. I'll think of you'll, something. You'll think of something by the end of the day. <laughs> um, but I went to see what there was for Unicorns of Dalinor fan fiction. I want you to know there are 49 on the entirety of the internet, which is an extremely small amount. Uh, most of them are on fanfiction.net, which is where old fanfiction is, and they're from, like, 2003. I would say a good 25% are just unrelated unicorn poems, and the ones that are not that are about, you know, just hanging out around unicorns, mostly. There's not a lot of human-to-human relationships in any of these stories. Let me see if I can find- okay, like, here's- here's one of them. By, by fanfic writer, My Insolence, The Unicorn Spirit. <laughs> and it says, a, a poem about the spirit of the unicorn. I love the series, although this poem does not directly relate to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, there was also another person who had a poem on here that said, I will not rest until I get at least one review. <laughs> <laughs> I, which I, I kind of want to leave her a review. I mean, I know it's been like 14 years and she probably doesn't even have that email uh, anymore. But all right, so here, here's the unicorn spirit poem, if you're emotionally prepared. Glowing mane, flowing tail, thundering hooves, overground prevail, twinkling horn, reaching legs, for mercy, for mercy every obstacle begs. Jesus Galloping God. across the plain, through galing winds, pounding rain, a herd of hearts beat as one. Sounding this is straight off. up about banging. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding off new life begun. <laughs> what? Gallant head, sparkling eyes, all rearing up toward the skies. Life of legend, as meant to be, running, jumping, ever free. It said the unicorns are all long gone. This statement, though, is truly wrong. Though no unicorns live to this day, their memory is here to stay. It's in the soul of every steed. Ones of show, ones of speed. The unicorn spirit is never gone. Of course, it's in the heart of every horse. That was incredibly sexual. <laughs> As all of these books are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was into it, but I'm just saying that was highly sexual. Uh, I forgot to re- that I was supposed to, to see so, what yeah. actually happens um, in this book. So let's see what Goodreads has. Um, also, we established, I think before we turned this microphone on, that um, I don't have any of my other horse books on hand. So we're, so we're, we're just going to continue with, with Balinor. She's for just going to read like a couple at a time. And then that way there's not like 10 things about unicorns of, wow, where did I get? I think you, you went to some like there. children's thing. That was not part of the plan. Goodreads, there we go. Fantastic fiction is where you went somehow. Why do I... Oh, wait, didn't we use that at the book exchange? I don't know. I think that we did for something. Uh, Shout out to the book exchange. Do not shop there ever. (laughs) Never go there. It's a bad place. Uh, Steal from them. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't enter the premises. Um, okay, so Unicorns of Balinor. Oh, I remember this cover. See, the one that Stephanie Valley has, of Fear. Yeah, it's a hardcover, so it's like the first three in one thing. So we don't get the individual covers for each one. And this one has all of the, like, the bad uh, black unicorns dancing around with fire behind them. This is intense. <laughs> 
And so the title is Valley of Fear. So this says, <clears throat> Sun Chaser, mightiest of the royal unicorns of Balinor, goddamn right he is, <laughs> has regained his horn. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't intend for that to be sexual either, but... It seems like it. Melanie has also regained her horn. <laughs> uh, now Sun Chaser and Princess Ariana must set out on a dangerous quest for the royal... I don't know how to say that right. Diadem? Diadem? Is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I learned that from Harry Potter. For the royal <laughs> diadem. Without it, there is no hope of finding Ariana's parents, the king and queen. What about her brothers? They're just, they just don't care. They also uh, said her brother's names, and one of them was a different name this time, so I don't know if they've, like, retconned it or if she's supposed to have three brothers. They either, like, screwed up one of their names, or they, uh, or there's another brother that we haven't reckoned with yet. I honestly cannot remember at all how many brothers there were. I I mean, there's at least two. Well, we'll get there at some point when she starts remembering stuff. I made notes, but one of, Bren's name was still there, but Tace's name was different. What? Okay, that's weird. So, or so there's either three brothers, or she forgot what she named them and changed it. <laughs> okay, and just to be clear, so the royal diadem is the the scepter thing that yeah. I was talking about last. Yeah, which time. is confusing because I thought a diadem was like a, right? like a okay, hold a on, a crown situation. We're briefly gonna search, and I suggest you all do the same. Let's, <laughs> let's, checked, let's Google together briefly. <laughs> Okay, other people seem to think it's like a necklace. It's a type of crown. Yeah, that's what I thought. An ornamental headband. You know, okay, so, but it's... It says, or symbol of sovereignty. Worn is a symbol of sovereignty. Okay, there's no crown in this. Yeah, it's... Whoever wrote this this Goodreads synopsis is They don't know what they're talking about. Okay, find a new job have you considered being better what is at your job say? okay that says royal diadem too it's a scepter and that's it's, the one that no, has there's, like there the, is no crown in this the one that has the it's like a unicorn head on top with did we we establish that i know how to say it? lapis yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think you're saying it right <clears throat> Uh, someone, if you feel the need to, you can correct us on that. No but. one will ever leave a comment on SoundCloud <laughs> other than Kyle. <laughs> we got you, Tim Miller, and Kyle last time. Wow. I know. Yeah, the, the comment that I left on our last SoundCloud was a link to my fanfiction for the scene that I wanted to have, which was the bed sharing thing. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, I may continue to update that as... As fanfic moments happen in this story, I've decided that I'm I'm a I'm a Lori Ari shipper now because there's nobody else. <laughs> it's <laughs> just me. Nobody else. Oh, well, I think back when these came out and we were all like ten years old, we weren't <laughs> um, weren't looking for for that. We weren't looking for lesbian um, content. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm just gonna read. I literally remember nothing from this particular book. Um, oh, okay. Is, is this... 
where they like go into an underground tunnel or something. There's to not get... an underground tunnel, but they go through like a scary uh, passageway thing, like a like a scary Mordor landscape kind of thing. Okay, to that's the... to travel have to like gotten... Entia's castle. Have we seen the pit yet? Yeah, we see the okay, pit. Okay, we see the one. pit. So finally, yeah. we see the pit. Um, aren't there, there's, like, crows and stuff? Or um, I, ravens? Not at this part. Okay. Really. Um, oh there's God. a lot of other animals. They make friends oh with God. some foxes and stuff. I forgot about Dylan Basil. Yeah. No! How did I forget that? They're so cute. <laughs> They're a pair of foxes. Yeah, we get some fox buddies in this one. Oh, this <laughs> I like this person's comment. Lori pulls some really stupid stuff in this volume that costs the group dearly. I I can't decide if I want to see her grow up or just leave the story. These are all from like 2003. That's when this was hot. Because that's when most of the fan fiction is from too. It was extra hot back then. Yeah. Oh, but this person reread December 2015. Hmm. Wow, oh, I yeah. old there. Maybe they're they're a me. <laughs> they're go they're just revisiting. Because their you know that I'm gonna reread these. It's not gonna take that long. Um, I mean they're not terribly long. Okay, this person says that on page thirty five of this mess. Wow, excuse you, ma'am. <laughs> They said they started reading the most ludicrous, baffling, and infuriating pro-pseudo-vegetarianism paragraph I've ever come across. So there's a there's a thing, right? The animals in Balinor don't eat each other. And then in this one, because there was that period of time where they couldn't talk, like some of them had started to started do that. And it's this other. whole like horrifying cannibalism vibe where no matter what type of animal you are, in this, like, you eat, like, you know, berries and you don't eat meat, even if you're, like, a, a carnivorous animal. I have no memory of that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... I can see that. Yeah, I mean, that I mean it's like a that magical makes sense world. For this story they don't yeah. want to be talking about. You don't want to, like... Given what we know about make Mary really, at this Make point, really human animal characters yeah. and then have people eating meat. Mary like, would not... Mary wouldn't do that, because this is... If they exclusively eat peaches and bread yeah. so far. Although at one point they do uh, smell muffins and they want it. Although she says it in a very awkward way. I think that. I think she just directly says that she wishes she had money for baked goods. That's like the full <laughs> sentence. That's me every Ari single day. Ari wished she had money to buy baked goods. I was like, yeah. I mean, it's you can't just relatable. say like, man, I wish I had one of those muffins. I no. wish I had money. With which to purchase the goods or services. Well, because maybe she wants good. something other than a muffin, which I well, just... Well, she's smelling muffins. Yeah, but just in general, I'm sure she knows there are other baked goods. Out there in the world. Out there in the world. Such as... And we actually have a muffin in front of us right yeah, now. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was, <laughs> I was like, unexpected <laughs> crossover yeah. content here. I'd uh, also like to say it's morning time right now, and... Um, we got up early for you guys. Yeah, and I, is my brain ever at 100%? Arguably, I forgot no. everything I needed to do this. Um, we got to Melanie's yeah. house, and I was like, great, I didn't even bring the microphone. 
<laughs> but that did let me go back to get the Pegasus Beanie Baby. Yes. So Which, I feel like that was important. It's... I have it positioned nicely. I'll take a picture so you guys can see. It does. It has, like, interesting eyes, you it know? It does. It has a lot of personality. I feel like its name shouldn't have been Pegasus. I mean, you can name I'm it anything you want. I'm not a beanie baby designer. Um, I like it. We're going to call call her Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, she, she is kind of, like, the same. She does have this, like, little bit of pink tip to her hair, which I think is kind of cool. Oh, I didn't even but, notice that. Um... She's not, like, she's pretty close to Atlanta, but, like, if Atlanta was a Pegasus. I also have a stuffed sloth in my office at work that Stephanie gave me. Although it's actually not in my office right now. It's in a box in my car. Those ones have, like, a really satisfying weight to them. It feels like... They're weighty. That was the baby version. There's also an adult version that's bigger and has more weight to it. But I wanted to give you a baby. Yeah. That makes sense for me. (laughs) (laughs) Baby sloth. Anyway, so I'm just... My point in saying that it's morning time is that I... You're you're struggling to recall what happened in this book at all. Memory at best, not great in general. But right now, other than Dylan Basil, that, um, that just... The only thing that I remembered was that, that they were... That they existed. (laughs) that's about it um and then yeah uh i recall the whole journey to castle entia which is the bad so entia is actually just the name of the bad bad person person, yeah um but i feel like maybe oh sorry i just got distracted by a cover from another one (laughs) (laughs) it's a beautiful cover there are some covers where like chase looks really majestic and we know I'm big Chase fan. Sun yeah. Chaser, in case you haven't listened to any of the if, ones. If you're, Chaser. if you're hoping for a lot of, like, lush descriptions of how hot Chase is, this is the book for you. Because they really go for it. Yeah, I, I noted down a, a paragraph, actually, that okay, I good. wanted to read to Since you guys when we get to that to point. Since I have add at this point, other than I, I've read these books before, um... When I was nine. That's about all I have to add today. So let's just go straight to um, Penny for your trots. <laughs> Stephanie's, <laughs> Stephanie's thoughts on this okay. uh, experience. So we begin with Atlanta, as we always seem to do. Um, and they're talking about how her horn always glows silver white, which is something that only straight, uh, dream speakers can do. Have like the nightlight horn situation. Nobody Beautiful. else has that. What a babe. Um, apparently there's this arched crystal bridge from where they are in the Celestial Valley up to the one who rules. So apparently there is a god in this unicorn universe. Okay. They are gods, but then there also is some higher god. Some other I'm, gods. I'm assuming a person god. I don't remember this at all. Um... And they've decided to rename the moon as the Silver Traveler. Uh, New moons are called the Shifter's Moon, which is a problem. There's a new moon coming up, and uh, Numenor is having anger issues and is like, I want to fight him. And she's like, this is literally the worst time you could possibly do that. Standard Numenor. When when they would have the most power and we would have the least power. So that's that's a hard no. So yeah. 
He's such a pain. Uh, Atlanta goes to talk to Unicorn Fabio, and apparently he has guards at all times? Ash the fencing nerd is back. Wait, along... Numenor has... Sorry, I was Yeah, he has, he has two guards. So he can see the he time. has two guards there okay. at all times. Golden one. <laughs> um, like, in uh, guarding his cave entrance. So Ash the fencing nerd is back. He's there. That's my dad. <laughs> Ash the fencing nerd. Uh, along with a unicorn named Dusty, which seems kind of rude to me as a name. What color uh, is Dusty? I think he's the same kind of, they're both the same sort of like color palette as Atlanta, where they're like a grayish white. Mm. Um, so Fabio is instantly pissed because he sucks and he wants to attack immediately, as I said. Atlanta has to talk him down about it. head. I know. Uh, he's like, he's a fire hazard. Because he's so angry. Like, he's pawing at the ground and, like... And there's sparks. Yes. He's, like, kicking up sparks. Okay. This is just toxic masculinity. I know. And we already established that Fa- Numenor is toxic masculinity. is very toxic. Every time that Atlanta talks to him, he's just kind of a dick. And then he never does anything. He's just there and is mean. And they're like, and he's in like, charge Atlanta, for some reason. why do you like this Why are man? you hanging out with this person? Um... So they're talking about how they need the scepter, but they'll have to go, like, to the Valley of Fear to get it, and no one comes back from there alive, dun-dun-dun. Um, cut to our party with the humans in it, and Laurie is bitching again. She's dirty, and her hair is matted. (laughs) I'm like, does she not know how to comb it herself? Like, Put your hair in a braid. Like I don't know why it would be matted after only a couple of no. days. That's that's a I'm level sorry, of neglect. You expect that her to braid her own hair, Stephanie? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I'm picturing Lori as one of those children that cries when you brush your hair. That's a having your hair brushed is such a nice experience. I, some ki- little kids are really tender headed though. I know. Um, Weak. And then while Lori's bitching. Ari is just totally ignoring her to think about how hot Chase is. And I noted down Same. I noted down a paragraph that was really extra. Cause I was like, I think we're gonna need to do a reading of this. I'm I'm emotionally ready. Let's see. I wrote down two eighty eight, but I'm not sure if that's right as I'm looking here. That might have been Stephanie. I'm sorry. Honestly. I feel I feel like I You okay. let us all down. Let's see. Um Ari, her head propped up on a saddlebag, watched Chase through half closed eyes. <laughs> his ebony horn was almost invisible at night, but his bronze coat caught the gleam of the firelight. <laughs> It was amazing, the transformation that had come upon him with the restoration of his horn and the jewel at its face. The muscles of his chest were more sharply defined. He seemed taller. His mane rippled down his withers like a river of bronze water. Hot damn! His hooves were solid bronze and never chipped or cracked. A subtle light came from him, no matter what the time of day or night, so that he seemed to move in a pool of bronze starlight. Chase raised his head and looked across the fire at her. She smiled at him. What the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> What's oh happening? God. I felt that way about a man before. <laughs> I don't think I have. That's a burn on everyone I've dated. 
<laughs> get better. <laughs> Sorry, we high fived. Uh, um, I mean, I mean that that was like, is he running across a beach shirtless? Like that's like the energy of that. I, mean, I don't know if you've ever seen a horse run across the beach, but it is in, in, in real life. Now I've I rode a horse once. I've never seen it in real life either, to be fair. Yeah. Never had a horses on the beach. I will just say, like, yes, that also seemed sexual. But I have stared at my horses before. And just been like, they're so beautiful. I'm like, look at your chest. Like, that is a (laughs) solid chest. You're so strong. You can carry me. I'm like... Look sweep, at those sweep me up in your arms, quarters. Oh sugar God. had the best butt. Like oh sugar did. It was very strong and round, and I was always like, damn girl, you're looking real good. And she was super golden and beautiful. And she had this beautiful, long, flowing white mane. Um so I mean I've been there. you're like i've looked across the firelight at at my horse i've been like you are a sight to behold (laughs) and she she had her off days as we all do but then um her baby william chewed her mane off well a my mom trimmed it one time and it was never the same I'm not saying I blame you, Mom, but... (laughs) But think about how much hotter sugar could have been if you hadn't intervened. Look what you've done to your child. When she was pregnant, um, a lot of her mane fell out. Yeah, children are Which happens, yeah. yeah. But she's still... She's still a babe. She had, like, a really thick neck, too. I like uh, that. It, it's just a fact. You she know, had... earlier I was saying that we needed more lesbian content. I don't know if this is the direction <laughs> I thought it was going to go in, but it's fine. <laughs> she took care of me. <laughs> um, Alright, so then Lori gets embarrassed by Toby for also, making fun of Ari's George just thing. came over here as I was to, explaining how much be, I love he, sugar. He's like, but what George, about me? I love you too. You're just very small. Yeah, you you are a very small dog. You don't really have any magnificent parts, but you're magnificent as a whole. <laughs> that was some. That was a good ear noise. Good job, bud. Uh, so then Ari's thinking it's weird that Lori misses her shitty dad because Lori's like I'm homesick, and in in Ari's head she's kind of like literally why would you be? That guy seems yeah. like he sucks. Her dad. Um, yeah. Her dad does suck. And then Ari's trying to... Yeah, I included that in my fan fiction. <laughs> He's too violent. I feel like he hits his family. He wants yeah. to beat all these horses. I'm sure he, that doesn't stop with animals. Yeah. Just a thought. Um, so then Ari's trying to remember her parents, and she has, like... Like, a vague sense memory of her mom, like, smelling like roses, because she's kind of not a person, mm-hmm. and her her dad having, like, a big beard, you know? There's not really a lot of I details. I remember the yeah. beard. Yeah. It's got a big blonde beard. It's unfortunate. Um, I don't like remembering beards. And then, this is what she does remember. 
This is a direct quote. All I really know <coughs> is that Chase is mine. Chase will always be mine. Goddamn right. <laughs> uh, this is where we start playing um, that Brandy and... Was it Brandy and <laughs> Monica song? The boy The boy <laughs> Uh, my only comment after that quote was just, damn girl. <laughs> doesn't doesn't remember any of her family members, but does remember that she's in love with her horse. <laughs> that kind of love never dies. <laughs> uh, so then there's a mysterious bell situation in the woods. And... Oh, the tink. Like- yeah, yeah. She's like, I guess I'll go after this bell into the woods. It is Atlanta. Uh, with the, the smell of flowers that never grew onto the earth, uh, it, Atlanta invites her to sit at her feet, and okay. she does. This is and, what I'm remembering. And then... This is what I remembered last episode. Atlanta sits down, and they're, like, hanging out. Like, Ari they're gets snuggling. to, like, lean against her. Yeah, there's, defi- there's definitely some yes. snuggling okay. that happens. Um, so Ari's being like, ah, oh, like, I wonder if I could just go have a normal life. But then she's like... I can't do that to Chase. You know, I, I couldn't make yeah. him give up his his full glory. Yeah. No. She really, she considers it, but then she's like... My yeah, boy. My boy. What about my boy? Um, and Atlanta tells her that for this next journey, there has to be six of them. There are going to be a company of six. Um, and possibly... Did she read Lord of the Rings by chance? I feel like she definitely did, because there's a whole Mordor situation yeah. happening later. But the old mare of the mountain might help them. But Atlanta doesn't know it's for sure mom. if that's going to happen. Uh, Atlanta makes this, like, star bottle to be used when all is dark and there's no hope oh and God, gives I it to her. that, yes. And then they, like... There's, there's definitely some unicorn cuddling that happens. As there should be. <clears throat> what would this series be without unicorn cuddling? I don't know. Just a lot of vague sexual tension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the scepter is described. It's rosewood set with lapis, and it has a carved unicorn head on it. Yes! And it's apparently a visible token of her bond with Chase, so essentially it's her wedding ring, I think. Everyone needs one. <laughs> you know, like, how else will people know <laughs> that they're together? Um, I mean, you would think that their matching bronze hair would... Their matching outfit, the yeah. constant weird eye contact across fires. Exactly. <laughs> what is a relationship without some really intense eye contact? Uh, and then it says, this, the scepter is beneath one of the shifter's greatest victories, whatever that means. So then Ari goes back, and <clears throat> Lori is complaining about having to get wood and being left alone. She's just bitching as she does. Standard then Dr. Lori. Bonnie comes back, and she's got a bunch of wood, and she also has some wolf friends. Wolf um, friends. They're very excited to meet Chase, who is looking pretty cool. His jewel, like a banked coal in an inviting fire. That's a this nice part description. Of, part Wait, of the quote. Also, sorry, just to um, establish, is his horn ebony? Yeah. Okay. He's got like a black horn. I thought for some reason jewel. that it was bronze. Well, which I, I think think I said that in the last one. He is extremely bronze. Yeah. His so it makes bronze, sense. Yeah. But not his. Yeah, his horn's a different, a different thing. Horn. 
That makes more sense how it could split up. Or, like, how it would, like, blend into the yeah. night and not be as obvious. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then it said, it's, so the, the wolves are there to talk to Chase because there's problems with the animals and he's lord of the animals. And now they're eating, it's because they're eating each other. Yeah. Hunts are happening in the woods, apparently. Everyone was a vegetarian before. Not in Chase's lands. Yeah, and Laurie is like, that's how things always are, and Chase yells at her. Did you say, like, not in Balinor or something? Yeah, yeah, but, like, really dramatically, where he, like, spins and slams down on the ground and stuff. Yeah, because he's, he's a like man, a, There's a, a lot of horror in his voice, yeah. Yeah, no, what would a man be if he Feelings. wasn't yelling at a woman? Think about it. I mean... That's what every man much. in this book kind of does. They're just yelling all the time. I think that's just a, a more insight into Mary Stan's Mary's life. life. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't like her mom. Lots of men yelling. Yes. So let's put Mary, that together. Are you okay? I mean, hopefully. You can reach out to us. It's been a long time, so no. I'm sure she doesn't live with her parents anymore. You can send us an email if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we did make an email specifically for this podcast. I haven't looked at it at all. I'm sure that nobody knows about know. it, so. No, I don't think anyone does, but I think I maybe never confirmed it or something. Mm. I remember the password, so it's fine. Was it, was it, it was past your bedtime at gmail.com, or was it something um, I feel else? like we had to include... Pod or something. Oh, I think that Pastor yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, anyway, um that's irrelevant. Yes. Thoughts. <laughs> so let's see here. Um, Laurie also thinks that none of this should really be their problem. Uh, meanwhile, let's meanwhile. See. Do 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 do. Oh yeah. Well, so meanwhile, like, Lori wanted to be part of this mission at the end of the last book. So what's up with that? Like, now she's straight back to complaining and not wanting to be there. Like, but you were all excited about the scepter. Mercurial. Ten minutes ago. So then Ari wants to have Dr. Bonnie take Lori and Toby back to Balinor Village. And Dr. Bonnie's like, I don't want to. And she's like, well, as your sovereign, I'm telling you that you have to do this. And then, and then Dr. Bonnie gets real pissed because she's, like, pulled rank. <laughs> and then Ari's missing Lincoln. She's like, where's my dog? My dog would be nice to me right now. Um, then there's this... He was injured in the last yeah, one. Yeah, he was, he's recovering he still yeah. from his head injury because uh, Lady Kylie smashed his head with a torch. Uh, Brain trauma's no joke. Yeah, he, he needed some time. So then there's the snake that's following them, and Chase has to scare it off and stun it. It's very biblical. The snake is the evil character throughout the rest of this book. And Chase offers, after the scary snake thing happens, Chase offers to, like, run away with Ari if she wants. He's like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. I'll go be a regular horse. The romance. <laughs> and she's like, The no, self-sacrifice. I, I couldn't do that to you. They're in love. They're in love. It's it's actually... And it's a real love. It's, it's way intensely described. I think this is actually why I have high relationship standards. Because of Chase. <laughs> why did I never date anyone? Um, because 
what kind of relationship could keep up with that. Are you blaming books for, like, all of our problems dating? (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what my relationship standard book is where I was like, ah, that's that's a real man right there. Um... Maybe maybe Nawat from like the the Tamora Pierce books where like the the crows become people. Never read it. That one's not the the highest horse content of the Tamora Pierce books. If you right, I, I could well, there you go. I could suggest other ones because there's there's um the protector of the small books. There's a whole thing with her horse Peach Blossom. What a name. Yeah, he's a he's a big asshole. He's just a dick, but she loves him. <laughs> he's named Peach Blossom because he's an asshole. Another relationship. <laughs> um, yeah, that or uh, maybe the Raging Quiet. That dude's pretty good. I seem to just like characters that like either weren't a person or there's something with them where they're not relating to people normally. And I'm like, I feel that. <laughs> Uh, the the raging quiet is set in medieval times, and the the main love interest is a deaf guy, and everyone thinks that he's like possessed of demons. And this lady's like, deaf. this lady's like, no, I think he literally just can't hear and like hasn't been able to communicate with anybody this whole time. So she and him become buddies, and then Cute. they like develop a sign language and stuff, and then everyone's like, burn the witch. It's a whole thing, but Jesus. um, yeah, Sounds that's intense. a that's a great book. It has a very non-problematic, non-scary main guy character where he's just nice. His name I, is his name is Raven. That sounds really nice. <laughs> um, got sidetracked yep. thinking think, it thinking about my my romantic idols, Raven and Nawat. <laughs> uh, try not to be scary. That's really what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's a good one. Have you thought about not terrifying me? <laughs> Please consider. You know, most men haven't. They haven't thought of that as an option. <laughs> Disappointing. Okay, let's see. She's missing Lincoln. Okay. Um. Chase offers to run away with her, and then it's revealed. Apparently, unicorn horns purify water because he like oh, yeah. dips his horn into the stream, and then mm-hmm. it's really delicious water. That's a good um, uh, ability to have. So they're going to this animal council to talk to the animals about how they're eating each other, and it's bad. Oh God, isn't there's a lion at the yeah, council? Yeah, yeah. Oh his God. name is Vanix the lion, so and things are coming. Back. Chase said that he's his friend and advisor, so they're good buddies. Cute. Um. And then these foxes, Basil and Dill, show up. The snake shows up as well to try to tempt anyone, everybody there into cannibalism or whatever. The vibe is definitely that it's cannibalism. Like, that's how it seems to, like, eat other animals, since they're all kind of people, you know? Yeah. Um, but the the animal councils are supposed to be neutral territory, so there's... They're not allowed to attack the snake. They have to like let okay. it say its say its piece. And the snake speaks. Yes. Okay. Yes. They all all the animals are talking. So this is the snake that was. Yeah, it's them. the same snake. Okay. Um, 
Ari's leaning against this rock, and apparently it is a unicorn, because it becomes the old mare of the mountains. And she gives them a whole spooky prophecy about what's gonna happen with this, mostly because a lot of the animals were like, oh, you can't just go to the Valley of Fear on your own. Hey, we're all gonna go. And they're like, no, that's a mistake. You can't all come. And then the mare shows up and is like, you can't all come. And they're like, well, we have to accept it now. But she (laughs) says that six people are, or six creatures are gonna go. Two of them are gonna be humans. And the rest of them are gonna be is she like non-humans? The, the kind of Gandalf of this Basically, story? yeah. Okay. Um, and then she says three of the six will not return. Dun, dun, dun. Um, the foxes are going to come. And so is Chase, Lincoln, this is, and probably Lori. Does one of the foxes get burned? or Do they burn their paws? I mean, there's like a whole do part we... where everybody gets a little bit burned because okay. they're walking over like a lava bed, essentially. Okay, yeah. Um, so then they're talking about how or Toby and Atlanta are talking and Toby's like saying that he'll go help out a little bit again Mm -hmm. to like help escort them to the ship they're gonna need to go to Mm -hmm. which Atlanta's like oh thank you for doing that because if a celestial unicorn hangs out in like non not in the celestial valley for too long they'll lose their immortality so like toby's really risking some stuff to spend so, they, so much time like, outside the of there they're the yeah, elves they're the elves story? yeah okay. oh my god this <laughs> book is just lord of the rings there's gonna be a whole mordor <laughs> oh thing god. that happens i didn't know anything about lord of the rings when i read when i read yeah this. there's no she definitely pillaged some sources here uh, so then Lori's throwing a fit about how she doesn't want to go. She's throwing straw around, etc. Um, As you do when you're angry. And Samet is trying to charge her for staying at the inn. Where he's like... And then Lady Kylie's evil ass is, is still around, I guess. And has been hanging out with Lori. Um, Lori. And Lori's been running her mouth about Ari's life in the human world. And talking about how, like... You know, back in the other world, she's the important one, and you know that whole thing. And so Lady Kylie's like buttering her up, and being yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're important. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Kylie and Toby start threatening each other very elaborately. There's knives and stuff. It's funny. Sorry, I cracked my knuckles. I'm sorry. I have she to keep can't. Doing she it. can't stop. I have herself. to keep it's doing fine. it until it's done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Uh, Lori agrees to go on the trip on the grounds that she can go back through the gap at the end and that she doesn't have to do any work. And Ari ends <clears throat> up having to pull rank on her because she's just, like, being such a diva about mm-hmm. it. And she's like, we're fucking leaving. You can get... Come with or not come with. Like, I'm not waiting for you to do all of this whatever the hell. Um... <sighs> So then Lori, like, disappears for a second, and then she shows up in a fancy dress. It's like, what that bitch have to do... Was it a blue ...to dress? get it from Carly... From Kylie, she's a narc. No, it's, like, a brown dress. It's, like, a brown oh. velvet dress. <gasps> oh, I remember that dress. I could... I remember feeling like I would really love a brown velvet dress. <laughs> oh, to go with your brown hair and brown eyes. You want, you like, want that, was... stu- that stubborn color? Yep. Exactly. Mm. Just leaning into it. So, anyway, I mean, I I was like, oh, uh, Lori totally narked them out. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, how did, how'd she get the money for that? Mm-hmm. Where'd she get that from? So, 
Then Lori wants Ari to be her maid again. What's with this weird kink of hers? <laughs> More material. Yeah, for she she's your... like, please, please do things for me. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do do do. So then they they paint Chase's jewel and they cover him with some grease to try to make him not obviously who he is. Wow. Um. Ari's thinking that she wishes she could, like, read a book. She misses reading. Relatable. To, to be relatable to the girls who are reading this book. They're like, I also love to read. I felt related, too. Yeah. And then Lori thinks that Basil might be a cute guy when she hears the name. She's like, oh, is there, is there a man I can flirt with? And it's just a fox. Um, and then she screams. But foxes are so cute. I mean, I'm sure they are cute. I'm sure they're very soft. Um, Ari has a bunch of, like, creepy bad dreams, and the snake is definitely following them being a creep. At this point, Ari's wishing she had money to buy baked goods. And here's one of the things that I had the biggest problem with, Mm -hmm. is they were talking about their, their path to get to this castle, and they've decided to call it the Trail of Tears. Mary. Really? Mary. Um, you know this is like naming something after, like, Auschwitz, right? You know that, like, the Trail of Tears killed, like, up to half of the Cherokee people that were on that, that journey? The, the, like, the whole thing that they describe here sounds like it sucks, but it also takes one day as opposed to being, like, force-marched across the country and up to 8,000 of the 16,000 people that went on it died. Like, these are not comparable situations. Mary, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I was so offended in the moment. Like, I was like, what? Like, there, this is an extremely white book. So maybe yeah. she was like, this'll just, like, hammer home how severe this is. Look, if you want to call something the Trail of Tears, it needs to last for more than one day. I'm yeah. sorry. This is well, not... <laughs> just pick some... I mean, I feel like most nine-year-olds... Didn't know. Didn't know what that was. What the Trail but, of Tears was, yeah. So you're just taking advantage of small children and a horrible tragedy. Well, yeah, I mean, like, we have erased the history of most of the atrocities committed against Native people, so maybe no one will... This will be the only record of it. Jesus. I'm just, yeah. The Trail of Tears. Are you kidding me? Hello. Hi, Kara. Hey there, Kara fam. (laughs) (laughs) The one Kara fam. There she is. Kara fans, sound off in the comments. They're not going to. It's Diana. It's (laughs) it's only Diana. Mom, we're going to need a comment right now for Kara. Please validate me, please. I'd also just like to say Kara's wearing these really cute uh, half moon earrings that she got last night. There's there's also like a a denim shirt situation, which I love. And she cut the sleeves. I want her to be going to her union job in like the 40s to build like a rocket. I know, and you have your. It's it's got the vibe, it's got the energy. I wish you guys. Little, little see what she looks yeah, like right now. Just cute. trust us. Yeah, she looks great. Hold, You're welcome. She's putting Hold on. out a whole vibe. Hold on. I am. I mean, as always. <laughs> let me, let me get. Stephanie's gonna just document. a quick, a quick photo. Are you ready? 
Wait, here, hold on. Let me if, take one from over here. Cause... Well, if if we'll we'll just we'll include that on our socials. If you know, then you know. <laughs> on our socials. Out. If you don't know our socials, then what are you doing wh- here? Like, how do you? How are you actually yeah. here? <laughs> how did you find your way here? I'm. If there's anyone listening to this who's not one of our personal friends, it's because of Sydney, because he definitely shared that on his personal facebook that's that's the only person i can think of who would have drawn in anyone else because yeah who who would have one day maybe we'll meet since you're one of our our big fans sydney come to montana yeah uh melanie could get you into a national park This is a this is a this is a burn no. that that we won't explain. No, we're it, not. I'm it's it's not a burn right against now. Sydney either. Okay, where were we? Okay, so I was offended that Mary has named their part of their journey the Trail of Tears. Fuck you, yep. uh, George. Honestly. Are we still on the Unicorns of Bal? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's Unicorns of Bal and R3, Valley of Fear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, Kara. Right, no, you're right. I should know better. <laughs> I should know more things about horse books that Melanie read as a child. Um, yes. Yeah. It's Thank okay. You. Even even Melanie doesn't know anything know. about this horse book, so. It's but fine. as, I, the, as, we, as we've been do. going, my brain has been doing more. In terms of remembering. The other day I was trying to remember all the details Ow. of the book I read as a child. Because I was like, I wonder if I could do that too. I can't. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. George, you can't have this right now because it squeaks. I'm not playing with I feel you. like I could do a good job, but I'm also a rereader. Like, mm. if I liked a oh. book, I've probably reread it I've a I've reread times. this series like five to ten times. Yeah. And, and yet you retained very little. Yeah, but I was still really small yeah physically mentally and emotionally <laughs> i'm baby <laughs> okay. so this sh- the, they're talking about the shadow herd they're black unicorns black mm. it says that twice just in case mm. we weren't worried this book is racist this book is racist um damn it <laughs> no, George. i'm glad that you like this book hi guys i'm melanie's ethnic roommate. So nice to meet you. Carol just, just gets small. Gets to walk. I didn't know. Um, so the, they have fiery eyes and horns like molten spears. So the Whoa. this whole trail of tears situation is going to be over what sounds like a lava bed. And um, apparently they have to be barefoot for this because otherwise they're not going to be able to feel what parts are, like, too hot to stand on and their shoes will just melt into their feet. Yeah, whatever. So, also it's more dramatic to walk barefoot. Yeah, that's it's way more dramatic. Yeah. George, please do um, not scratch my back. So they're going partway through this journey and um, Ari recognizes some crests on some people's outfits, so she's like, oh, I am regaining memories. Maybe if we can't get the scepter back, I can still somehow have... I'll just naturally regain them over time. Ari and I are so similar in regaining our memories. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lori pays Samit in gold for her room, so obviously Kylie paid her off in some way. Right. And she says, Carmichael's always pay their debts. Is she a Lannister? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Where did that come from? God. I don't know if Mary seems like she would read 
Game of Thrones, but maybe she did. Mary has many facets. Uh, Samit shades her about it not being a pleasure to have had her at the end, but he's glad that she did pay her bill eventually. (laughs) Um, Sassy. You know, Sam is just a giant capitalist. Like, he's still, he's like, he's... It's not back that George... He's real cheap, and he's, they bring up him being chubby some more, so that's great. Mary's Um, got issues. Yeah, there's something going on there. So the snake is still following them. Chase, when they get on this uh, ship, Chase gets his own cabin. (laughs) Lincoln gets to stay in there with him because Lori doesn't want the dog in their room. Laurie Laurie's trying to get Ari to unpack for her and she's like, haha, no. Uh, Ari wants Atlanta or waves up to the sky because she's like, maybe Atlanta can see me and Atlanta is actually watching so she does see her wave. Um, Atlanta changes into like a warrior unicorn with armor. Oh my god, what a badass. And shit, and her horn becomes a diamond sword. <laughs> Because she's preparing for this, like, ruse where they're, yeah. they're, like, pretending like they're going to go Atlanta attack them. doesn't need no Fabio man no, to he, fight her battles. You don't do shit. What's his point? What's he's, your point, George? He's just there to be an authority, a vague authority figure. Uh, that's not what George is here for. Yeah, George has no authority. <laughs> <laughs> he tries. It. George is here to do laps on the couch. Yeah. And squeak things. Yeah. <laughs> And bark at anything that moves. Yeah, outside. yeah. Maybe you'll get to enjoy that later, listeners. I'm sure he's he hasn't been, barked know, yet. I'm surprised. While we've been recording, he, he was barking seriously. beforehand, but you can't have that right now. So then, this creepy eagle is spying on them, and Atlanta lets Ari know that they're about to make their move by talking to her in her mind. Mm-hmm. Apparently, That's the shifter speak. has flames for eyes with dying black stars in the center. So he's real. Sauron-esque. Um, <laughs> and has two horns like a ram instead of like one horn. Oh. Wait, like, are they straight or do they curve? I, they curve. Yeah, and he's got two of them. He's instead like of just the one. devil. Yeah. Yeah, he's the devil. If you've seen <laughs> the chilling tales of Sabrina, that's what there, I'm picturing He's, right he's right the now. devil, there's a snake, it's all very biblical. So they dress up in soldiers' outfits and Lori screams about it. Do you think that Mary had to go to, like, a Catholic school or something? I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of a lot of weird repression here. A Catholic school that had horse riding. That was, like, her one joy. Um, so Chase gets covered in tar so that he looks like one of the black unicorns. It sounds like it'd be hard to clean up. Yes. I don't think they even try. They climb a snowy mountain called Demon View. Uh, that sounds and only Lord of the Rings esque. Only as well. Chase is doing well in the cold. He's like steaming because he's masculine. Yeah, everyone else is cold. Um, Lori's crying and screaming, and Chase ends up having to carry her over like the lava bed part, and he definitely burns his hooves because he he can't like toe. he can't be as careful while he's carrying her. Uh, but if they're bronze, I mean it's lava. But so are they melting? I think maybe he's just getting burned in the center where they have, like, the tender part of their feet. But so he still has... That part isn't bronze? I don't know. I know that he won't show her his feet, so we didn't get the chance to see it. He's a strong man! Because masculinity means hiding your And I don't need help! (laughs) 
<laughs> Why am I bleeding? It's fine. I don't burden you. Duct tape it. Um, Duct tape. <laughs> uh, what Anna or Anne does for her pants. Why wouldn't it work on your your body? Um, so they have to walk really delicately over the the hot parts and chase gets his hooves burned like i said um then there's this big slave pit which uh it seems that dill has escaped from based on like a scar on her neck and that's how she knows how to get into the yes. into the valley doesn't, is that she was. doesn't basil like lick her poor little neck I There's think she like a cute little... she already I don't know if that happened right then but she but definitely has point, like a scar on her neck. There's definitely some cute like tender licking <laughs> because she's sad, um, super cute. So in in the moment, like Ari's like, ah, oh, someday I'm gonna free them, which like seemed like it could have been a cool <clears> thing <throat> where it's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna remember this, but then they do it literally just at the end of this book, so it's like, I'll free them someday. Two hours later, it happens. <laughs> like it's kind of, it kind of loses its intensity <laughs> when you do it immediately. Well, at least she didn't like wait months. Well, yeah, but I it would if you're gonna set that up as yeah. like a a quest. Yeah. Then. Maybe give it some time to percolate yeah. in the reader's mind. Percolate. Great word. Uh, let's see. Quit sniffing me. So then they see some evil unicorns and stuff. And Ari lies and says that they have a disease so that the black unicorns won't approach and recognize that they aren't actually like part of their group. Um, Smart. And they seem like they're going to approach, so she has Chase chew on some soap so that he's mm. got, like, a foaming mouth. And she's like, oh, he's got the summer madness. I remember all of this. Uh, then she has this bowl and this rock that Dr. Bonnie gave her, and Chase uses it to make water for everybody. Lori grabs the first bowl and drinks it without even attempting to share with anybody. Um <laughs> There's also a rock that he turns to bread. And so the whole time that this, like, water and food sharing thing is happening, because they weren't able to bring anything with them, because, mm-hmm. like, the land would poison it or something. Right, yeah. Um, Ari's, like, taking the last drink and the last portion. She's being selfless and generous, you know? Mm-hmm. Leading from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's called. <laughs> So they get to the castle, mm-hmm. and Lori's being a whiner, mm-hmm. and Lincoln Standard. threatens to bite her. Threatens to bite her? Yeah, because... Oh, wait, who threatens to bite her? Lincoln, oh, the Lincoln dog. Does. I thought Lori threatened to bite someone. I mean, so that, would be, that would be funny, but... <laughs> so then Lori does her whole heel turn, where it's obvious that she's like sold them out a little bit mm-hmm. and kylie shows up oh dear god kylie has been the snake the whole time it turns out she's a shapeshifter holy shit um Lori is too dumb to know that she was betraying them because they're like wow you're awful i can't believe you betrayed us and she's like what are you talking about i was just having a normal conversation with my friend Lori, get it together she's dumb 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 <laughs> A ding-dong, um, if you will. So Kylie has the power of the snake and is being very openly evil. And then she wraps around Lori as a threat, be like, I want to crush her. And it's like, dude, Lori just betrayed them. Like, it's why would you hold a gun 
to the head of the person that you know no one likes. Like, you're, you're not... I'd be like, cool, she's your friend anyway, keep her. Like, that's not what they say in the moment because they're good characters. But I was like, you picked the worst character to threaten because nobody cares that much about her. Um, So Ari holds up the star bottle that Atlanta gave her and it shines really brightly and makes Kylie scream and let Lori go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then the foxes scare her as a snake off. Mm -hmm. They find the scepter, which is... Seems kind of extremely foul. Like, this scepter is a dick. <laughs> Given what we it's know a, about this book series She's so holding far, it, and she's talking about how good it feels in her hand, <laughs> and it says something about feeling the warmth of the wood as if it were a living thing. Uh, it, it also has a rosy glow that deepens as she's holding it. <laughs> yeah, what? So she she grabs the scepter and, like, grabs Chase's mane and, like, mounts up. And then she's able to remember some stuff. Like, her memories are coming back. And then it says her brothers, Bren and Stally. S-T-A-L-L-Y. So I don't know if they changed Chase's name. If she forgot what she'd named them. Huh. Hi, George. Do you need attention? George. He's just He's mad he's because whining. I've been hiding his toy. Oh, gotcha. In um, somewhere. So I don't know if they changed one of their names or if she has another brother that we were just hearing about now. Mm. Maybe mm. Mary forgot what she named that character. George. Um, so Ari's remembering all the things that Chase can do. Apparently he has the ability to heal people with his horn. He can heal sicknesses and stuff. Um, what a man. As they're leaving, and they've got the scepter aloft, like, mm. everything starts turning green, thorn bushes bloom, blah, blah, blah. And, right. like, the light of it just immediately... You cut that out. You stop that right he, now. He can't. He can't. He can't bear it. It's too no, much no, to hear about this freedom when he's trapped inside. So, the light of the scepter, like, uh, breaks the chains of the collars of the slaves, and they're immediately free. Where I'm like, that took no time. I guess someday I will free them four seconds later. <laughs> um, so then Lori's dumbass somehow falls down into the pit and Ari falls in trying to escape the snake that tries to attack her again. And in that process, they end up going through the gap again so they're back in the human world. Um, Lori apologizes really ineffectively where she's like, oh, sorry about the whole betrayal thing. And Ari's like, it's fine because she's because she doesn't she doesn't want to like she's like i don't care about this Mm -hmm. i think it said something like Lori apologizing was almost as bad as Lori whining where she's like just fucking stop talking bitch um (laughs) so then they're like oh we're gonna go we'll stop by the the farm we'll see ann and frank and then we'll figure out how to go back to balinor and that's the end of the book what a wild ride (laughs) This this one, I have to say, most of the descriptions or the things that Mary describes, I'm kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But, like, the scenes with, like, the unicorns, she really brings out some more lush descriptions where I'm like, oh, that's this is actually not bad writing, you know? Even, yeah. like, the parts where it's just Numenor and Atlanta interacting, she'll do, like, a description of, like you know, them touching noses and, like, what their hair looks like intertwining. Mm-hmm. It's all very, like, romantic. 
well, this is a romance, so about I'm, I'm really glad that she's going hard It's the on only it. time that, like, anything that she's writing seems compelling at all is when she's like, look at how hot this horse is. I mean, when else would you add extra descriptions? <laughs> okay, so, scale of one to ten ponies, uh... I forgot our scale. Entertainment, value, literary, literary merit. Worth horse content. Horse content. Okay. Yeah. So scale of one to ten ponies, horse content. Oh, I think the horse content was high in this one for okay. sure because it was a lot more romantic in the horse descriptions. Mm-hmm. So maybe even a nine. Those high horse content. Nine ponies. Yeah. I don't know if you could get... I mean, you Whoa. could you could get more horse content, but it would have to only be about but horses. It's like All the characters. Horse would have, yeah, like this. This was this went harder on the horse content okay. than the previous ones. Did. Okay, that's wow. Um, <laughs> scale of one to ten ponies, uh, literary work. I will give this one a three. Um, three ponies. Because before I was giving it two ponies. I did think that a lot of the descriptions were better in this, mm-hmm. but then also there's a lot Mary's of racism. Getting in her groove, but also still racist. Also, like I don't, I don't want her to include any characters of color because I feel like she'd definitely do a bad job. Like they would be evil, but mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a very white book with a trail of tears in it. Yeah. So that I don't like. Sorry, there's a thread on the crotch of my pants that is coming undone. Hopefully that doesn't split open. <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll roll the dice. Um, okay, scale one to ten ponies overall enjoyment. George, I think I en- I think I enjoyed this one more than the last one because it was it was way more like I want to fuck this horse. Where I was yeah. like I was like this is just blatantly on the nose, and I'm I'm terrified, but I'm not against it. Um. Yeah, so maybe more like a six on this one. This one okay. was better than the last wow. one. That's beautiful. <laughs> I am glad to hear that. Um, George, I hit his toy, so he's whining now. Yeah, um, he's, ha- he's having a, a struggle. Having a moment. He's having a hard time. Um, okay. So what did you want to call the horse story? Main characters. Main characters. It's time for main characters. Um, okay. Let's think i mean there are there are a lot of horse stories oh wait did i in the first no did i george honestly you're gonna hurt yourself he's trying to like jump onto a bookshelf and he's a he's a, a quite small dog um did I talk about fire and ice in the first one? No, you uh, you talked. To, we told the Bobo story about Katie pushing you down. That's right. And then the next time you talked about just how Red is an asshole. Facts. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and we talked about Frisians last time. Yeah. Um, so I haven't talked about fire and ice. No. Okay. <laughs> I was telling. I don't know why this is happening, but I was telling someone else about fire and ice. Um, when we used to always get this, like, at the local feed store, this um, little, I don't think it was really a magazine, more like a paper called The Horse Trader, and they would always have, like, horses and that were for sale and stuff, but they would also have, like, you know, they would show studs and whatnot, um, and there was this, and he he was also just kind of famous, but this, like, famous 
Arabian stallion named Fire and Ice. <laughs> and uh, he was uh, amazing. I was, like, obsessed with him. Um, he was... You're, like, picking up this magazine every week to see well, just show if up Fire sometimes. and Ice is there. He was, like, on the cover of one of, like, the horse magazines one did, time. Did you save it? Um, prob- did I probably you have it, like, did. taped to your wall like a pinup? I'm sure that I did. I had all <laughs> sorts of, like... I had this magazine called Young Rider that always came with horse posters. It was a really big deal. My parents got me, like, a one-year subscription. Does this was, magazine still exist? Uh, I don't know, but I'm I... Gonna, I'm gonna look it up real it quick. It always came with posters, and so I always had horse posters. Wow. I didn't know that horse, horse girls had their own magazine with fold-out... Let's see, Young yes. Rider. Young Rider Magazine. Uh, I think maybe it still exists. You can still subscribe to it. (laughs) Okay, so Young Rider. Anyway, but uh, that's a whole other thing. Oh, wow, the covers are really... Wait, let me see. ...are really interesting. It's, It's like, like a... Like a little girl in like a pink plaid shirt, George, and a hat with a horse. Yeah, there was a whole. But the one that I, I uh, didn't have as much uh, Western for over anyway. twenty years. It has delivered a fun-filled mixture of English and Western writing, instruction, horse care tips, contests, beautiful color posters, and stories. That yeah. was young writer. Yeah, they always had posters, so I had lots of those on my wall. But anyway, um. So, in these, like, local magazines... Cut it out, George. Um, sorry, there's someone just living outside. I mean, George, just George cannot thing, deal yeah. with it. So, yeah, um, they had posters. Um, so, uh, Fire and Ice, just this, like, beautiful Palomino uh, Arabian stallion. And if you know Arabians at all... Palomino like... is maybe the only one that I do know what it looks like, because I saw one once and thought it was pretty. It yeah, was the only like, thing I noted. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they have... Arabians have kind of, like, a dished face um, and, like, a very arched and beautiful neck, and, like, they carry their tails, like, really high. Um, and... Uh, Anyway, so, and he's was this super shiny, beautiful golden palomino, and he was always on things, and I was like, this is the most beautiful horse that I've ever seen in my entire life. I wonder if I can find and a picture. And so I just, like, was obsessed with this stallion. I thought he was so fucking cool. Um, and then when I was 12, I went somewhere with my friend and her family, and... They somehow knew the owners of Fire and Ice, and we were able to go to their barn, like this big fancy, uh, like ranch where Fire and Ice was kept, and I got to hold his lead line, which was really. <laughs> it oh. sounds so lame, but it was such a big deal. I was like so nervous, and. Uh, I got to hold his lead line and get a picture with him. That is him. That is fire. I found I found some pictures of him. He's got that kind of crimpy looking hair that the other ones did, and so shiny. Anyway, I was obsessed, and he was. I was like afraid. I mean, I was like scared because obviously, also stallions are like. more, more like temperamental. more temperamental, and Arabians in general are more temperamental. Look at him; he's just so there's, beautiful. Here's one of him, like covered in ribbons. <laughs> yeah, no, he was a big fucking deal. That's why he was always in all of these 
magazines and newspapers. And uh, so I, somewhere there is a picture of 12-year-old Melanie just being, like, super overwhelmed and holding the lead line of the stallion fire and ice. I would love to see that picture. <laughs> I, I really hope that somewhere my parents have it. I, I like, had forgotten all about Diana. it. Until, like, <laughs> Diana, find the picture. <laughs> we need to see it. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, like, one of the highlights of my 12-year-old year. I was holding that lead line and being that close, like, close enough to, like, smell him and feel the warmth coming off of his skin this also sounds vaguely sexual yeah it really does <laughs> horses have a particular smell and i'm a fan okay well i've, I've looked at a lot of pictures of yeah. this horse i mean it, 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 it is a cool looking horse if you if you google fire and ice arabian stallion you can see the pictures yeah. i've been looking at but you'll know what i'm talking about yeah anyway um well that's been this uh, edition of Pasture Bedtime. Thanks, thanks for listening. Um, our personal friends and possibly other people. Who knows? Who, who's to say? Um, we don't current. We're not doing this currently, but um, we've discussed my my fake. It's not fake. Anytime I have a project, I want to say that it's fake because it puts the pressure off of me. Mm-hmm. But uh, my friend Stuart and I have been making a radio drama uh we we call our collaboration rhythm section productions Mm -hmm. because we are the rhythm section for our band Mm -hmm. but we've been considering maybe getting a spotify for that oh um because that way we could post our radio plays and Mm -hmm. when our band has recordings we could post those but we could also put this podcast on there because the thing that's been stopping us is that hosting costs like twelve dollars a month yeah which I know is this is about to cost which, us money. Which is so. which is silly to do for this. Yeah. Um, but if we already were posting other stuff, like why not throw this in there? So if you There's something George, George is having a lot a, a lot of feelings. He is losing it right now. But um, yeah, Melanie, if you if you don't mind being under the heading of rhythm section productions, then George, you need to stop. In the next like, you know, shh month or two maybe we'll be on spotify yeah okay oh we'll talk about it well thank thanks for tuning in guys bye bye who let who let this person exist who let who let this person exist who let this person exist seems irresponsible with your your amnesiac child with two broken legs just be like take her to the vet She was a happy, happiest child. I mean, she was homeschooled because of anxiety. 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 Because of anxiety.